Hey, sweet listeners, welcome back to the NetSuite podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Fisher, and on this episode, I sat down with Oracle NetSuite's Vice President of Sales, Aaron Mittler, who comes on to discuss NetSuite's continued growth and expansion across North America, and more specifically, across Canada. After diving into a bit of Mittler's history, he has nearly 20 years of experience in software sales. We chatted about his own time at NetSuite over the past eight years and how he's helped lead major initiatives across the region, one of which has been the Canada Grows Here initiative. It's a focus on building more opportunities for Canadian companies and catering to their specific needs through product, delivery, and implementation so they can be more successful. Mittler dives into some of these big challenges across Canada, how NetSuite is helping companies overcome those challenges, and why this is important, not just for NetSuite's customers in the region, but for companies all over the globe. Stay tuned for all of that and more. You're listening to the NetSuite Podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. Hi, Aaron. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. So for starters, let's help our audience get to know you a little more. I always like to do that on this podcast. First, can you briefly tell us about your background, where you grew up, where you went to school, what you studied, essentially your path leading up to your career? Sure. So I grew up in the West Coast of Canada in Vancouver and uh, loved the West Coast lifestyle as a kid. It's a beautiful part of the world for anyone who's never been out there. Went to high school and university at the University of British Columbia, you know, graduated from UBC. And like a lot of graduating students, I needed to find a job and uh, found myself with the sales gig out in Toronto, where I've been for the last 20 years. So yeah, what was your career path leading up to NetSuite? Well, I finished university and I had run my own business called Lawn Enforcement Gardening Services. Nice. Uh, shout out to Lawn Enforcement. Still Lawn Enforcement. Love it. Love <laughs> and, it. And uh, that sort of taught me what a business was and gave me this you know, entrepreneurial streak. And so I went into sales, started a software startup in Vancouver, then was fortunate to get an offer to move to Toronto and just kind of moved up the sales ladder ever since. So you've been then... You, you joined NetSuite then in 2012? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. 2012. Okay. Yeah. So how has your role changed over the last seven years here at NetSuite then? Is it just entirely sales or how, how has that kind of come about? Well, yeah, I started in a sales director role, but then have sort of moved up the ranks, if you will, as NetSuite's grown. It's been a, a, just a crazy journey for NetSuite and our customers as we've grown and so I'm now in charge of three different verticals here at NetSuite, our services vertical, our software vertical, as well as our advertising media publishing vertical. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's been just in a crazy ride of growth now, of course, as a business unit here within Oracle. Okay. So if I'm, if I'm doing the math correctly on all of this, you've spent roughly almost two decades in uh, in software sales, no, I feel old. Thank you very much. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Appreciate sorry. It. Yes, that's um, true though. That's correct. <laughs> almost two decades in software sales, especially in Canada. I want to talk a bit about that for our listeners who not, might not know, you know, just how successful businesses can be in that region. What is attractive about starting a company in Canada? 
Well, Canada, I mean, it's been interesting working for an American company in Canada has been interesting over the years because I, I feel like Canada, even today, is still such a well-kept secret. Uh, it's never been a better place to start a business, to grow a business. You have a really highly educated workforce. You have you know, a ton of world-class universities pumping out really skilled workers every year. You've got amazing tax and business incentives from the government. You've got, especially in today's political climate, a real advantage when it comes to bringing in for skilled foreign workers. Yeah. Um, you know, as the U.S. has sort of tightened up the ability to bring in people under H-1B visas, Canada's kind of gone the opposite direction, really made it more easy. And so as a consequence, some companies have figured it out. You see big companies moving more and more investment up into Canada. And I mean, there are, there are other things, but I mean, just the, the economy is doing great in most sectors. So you put it all together and it's just a great place to run a business and grow a business. Yeah, you you kind of touched on this. What kind of companies are we seeing more and more of across Canada and how does that like regionally break down? Well, I mean, Canada has a very diverse economy. It's always been a, you know, resource heavy, natural resource heavy economy and it remains so. But a lot of growth is in new entrepreneurial exciting spaces like technology for example so Toronto is now recognized as the fastest growing kind of hottest technology hub in North America for a lot of the reasons I just mentioned Vancouver and Montreal similarly hot Ottawa in terms of innovative cool new software and technology businesses there's a lot of AI investment going on a lot of it's supported by some of the universities and then you even have the bigger tech companies Google Amazon uh, Microsoft, all of them have major investments in Canada. I think I heard the number, I might misspeak on it, but I think it's Amazon's going to hire 13,000 people in Vancouver in mm. the next couple of years. Wow. So there, there's a lot of things contributing to that. The tech, is, tech sector is one sector that's benefiting. You know, movies and entertainment, that's another one. There's a lot of movie studios and television studios, you know, filming and producing great content in Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver as well. Just to name two. Wow, that there's a lot going on. Yeah, that's in, that's incredible. Why I would not have pegged Toronto as the fastest growing tech hub. I just wouldn't have. Why do you think that is? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with some of the visa restrictions, right? I mean, it's a talent war out there with the economy the way it is. Canada is no less affected than the U.S. on that stuff. But when you're trying to scale up a technology business and you need talented coders and and computer science grads and you need to augment your local folks with skilled foreign workers. I mean, Canada's got a really attractive environment to do that right now. Right. So that's been a big part of it. Yeah. Now, what about international companies establishing like second offices in Canada? I'm sure it's along the same lines, but why is is that a great place for expansion, not just establishing new companies, but like you said, Amazon, Google, I mean, that's not their second offices, but they're expanding across Canada. NetSuite, our second office was in Toronto. That's right. <laughs> well, I think that's that's been a really well-kept secret. Some companies have figured it out. I mean, I think the biggest factor there for especially American companies is the currency. So just right away being in Canada, you're, you're, you're you know, one of your most expensive resources for any business, your employees, or yeah. you get them for 70 cents on the dollar. And they're all super talented and, and there's great talent here. So that's a huge, just, just right there, an enormous advantage from a cost savings perspective. You see companies of all sizes doing that. NetSuite was one. There are others. Salesforce was one. You know, I've seen recently some cool companies like Lever as a San Fran-based sort of start, uh, startup. They just opened their second office in Toronto. But it's not widely known. So it is out there kind of as a, as a best-kept secret, at least in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So on the flip side, 
What are some challenges and barriers to growth for businesses that are specific to Canada? You know, Canadian companies face the same challenges as, as any company in the U.S., for example. I mean, the, the talent war is tough. I mean, you know, it's hard. I did touch on the skilled foreign workers, but it's still tough out there to, to get people for a growing business with a tight employment market. I do think that, you know, you have all your traditional challenges like figuring out your target market and having the right product and everything else. But I'd say the talent the talent war is probably the biggest one, right? So how is NetSuite helping businesses in Canada with that talent war? Yeah, I think to customers like Lightspeed, Lightspeed Retail, they started with four employees back in 2005. Now they've got over a thousand employees. They're one of Canada's most successful IPOs in the last couple of years. We just did a webinar with them where their VP of finance controller said that she would need 20 people on her team to do what she can accomplish with a finance team of four. So there's a good example of how, you know, we saved, you know, a company from, through automation and through our back office processes and so forth, leading practices, you know, from hiring a bunch of people that they didn't have to hire. Right, exactly. Especially, you know, on the accounting side. Well, in what other ways is NetSuite helping businesses grow in Canada? Well, I mean, I think... What's cool about NetSuite and our Canada Grows Here initiative is that we've really invested in a lot of things that are very unique to the Canadian marketplace. I don't really think there's any other vendors doing this. So whether it's someone who speaks French for someone who wants, who, you know, their company speaks French, and that's the resources they want to deal with when they're deploying the software. We have partners in our own team that are fluent in French and um, Canadian French, that is, and can help with that. Or if it's functionality in the product itself. Canada abides by IFRS accounting standards. And there's, you know, without getting into a ton of minutiae, a lot that we've done to, you know, really configure the uh, software around those standards. Another example would be the value-added tax, GST. And so these are things that we've invested in to make the solution really specific and adaptable to the Canadian market. So for our listeners who might not know, what is IFRS? And can you give us a specific example of how NetSuite has helped companies comply? Sure. So IFRS is the Canadian accounting standard that almost every company would abide by. You know, there are a couple of compo- you know, components to that in terms of how you recognize revenue, how you handle things like lease accounting, which is a new thing coming down the pike. So, so we've really been at the forefront of making sure the product has those features to set your, your business up and apply to those um, standards as they become available right away. And so that's tremendously helpful when you're trying to run an efficient back office operation, have all your reporting be done in a way that's properly auditable, saving you audit costs and that sort of thing. Got it. So we're kind of also helping companies get ahead of the game there as it's coming down the pipe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So with all that this being said, what is the Canada Grows Here initiative? Why are we focused on an expansion across Canada more than ever? Well, we just feel like there's a really almost untapped opportunity in Canada. As many amazing customers as we have, we have great brands like Lightspeed Retail, I mentioned, other tech companies like Shopify. We have your favorite artist, Drake. We have his fashion apparel brand. OVO. Uh, OVO. Yes. And, and many, many other very, very cool companies. It really, it's such an untapped opportunity for us. And we just feel like by focusing on the needs of our Canadian customers, really tailoring the product to be specific to their needs, making the implementation local and smooth and fast, we can really help our customers succeed and obviously see some great success ourselves. So these are areas that we're investing in for that reason. And the Canada Grows Here initiative, that's 
that's kind of putting a bow on. That's on what we called it. Yeah. Okay. And that's just kind of what we termed this, you know, this whole thing that we're working on. And it's it's the product pieces I mentioned. It's the implementation side. It's also working with partners, recruiting and developing great local partners. All of these components together. Uh, get you know, publicizing our customers like the Lightspeed Retail Webinar that we did. All of these things were were kind of packaged under that bow, and uh, we're trying to speak out about it to the market and make sure everyone's aware of what we're doing because it's a big it's a big initiative for us and it's a big focus. Got it. How are we leveraging? Oracle post-acquisition for this growth? The acquisition of NetSuite by Oracle has given us access to scale that we didn't have before in our operation. So it's given us the ability to access immediately a much larger pool of developers to work on and, and enhance the product, a much larger, almost infinitely larger set of infrastructure and data center resources to you know, supply our product faster, better, more efficiently. And I mean, these are things that we could never have achieved as an independent, even quite big publicly traded company. So just the scale and the ability for us to move quickly to enhance the product, make it better, deliver it faster. These are things that Oracle has really helped us with. So the most important question probably of all of this is what does this mean for our customers. What does this initiative mean for not, not honestly, not just the customers that are in Canada, but that for the customers that are all over the world? Well, I will speak to the Canadian customers first. I think that hopefully they feel the love from us that we're really trying to focus on their specific needs and that they recognize that there's an initiative to really make the product that, you know, listen, we understand the differences and the nuances of the Canadian market and are doing our best to tailor the solution to those needs. And these are things that are unique to Canada. So hopefully our customers, you know, when they learn about this initiative, they feel that. They feel that when they engage with our teams, ultimately, hopefully see a lot of success from it. Which American company started with a guy in a garage, was featured on Shark Tank, and now has over 1 million customers? Hint, they're reducing crime in neighborhoods everywhere. Here's Ring Video Doorbell founder Jamie Siminoff with his secret to success. It's true. In just a few years, we've had huge growth. We've hired hundreds of people, expanded our warehouse, and we're shipping millions of units a year, all while making sure our customers are happy. I've had lots of things to worry about, but I never worry about our finance and accounting because we use NetSuite from Oracle. From the beginning, NetSuite let me see what's going on with my business in real time, from revenues to expenses, customers and orders, even HR. I run my business from a dashboard right on my phone. NetSuite has been my business management system from 10 to a team of over 1,000, and NetSuite will be my choice as we continue to innovate and grow. Go to netsuite.com ring to see how Jamie scaled his business. You'll also get our free guide titled Overcoming Your Five Obstacles to Growth. That's netsuite.com ring for your free guide and the story of a great American company. netsuite.com ring. And then for our customers that are all over the world that do business in Canada, that are that have expanded in Canada, what about them? Yeah, well, I mean, there'd be many, many customers who would have subsidiaries in Canada. Right. So they might be U.S.-based or or based in Europe or Asia or elsewhere. And As have we a talked about because that entry into Canada right. is much easier right now than in... Exactly. Yeah. So they might have a subsidiary in Canada. In fact, that's very common in Canada, actually. Yeah. And so they, with their NetSuite Canadian sub, yeah. could experience, even though they're based elsewhere, a lot of these same benefits in terms of their local users, their local interaction with the product. 
Can you give us an example? We talked about Lightspeed. We talked about, you know, they've grown significantly with NetSuite. And we've talked about, you know, how they've kept headcount down in accounting, but yet been able to hire, you know, many more people. What about any other customers, some great customer stories that you can speak to out of the region? Well, I think of uh, I think of BlackBerry. You know, so this is kind of an interesting story. People know BlackBerry, the BlackBerry phones, right. and how, I mean, at one time, that BlackBerry was right up there with Apple in terms of a tech innovator, but everybody knows it went through a real tough time there mm-hmm. where Apple kind of won the phone wars. But a lot of people might not know that BlackBerry's really reinvented itself as a software company. And is I now, didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. So they have a great business around securing mobile phone transmissions. Uh, they also have a business around Internet of Things, communicating with uh, cars, and a number of other software platforms they've bundled together. And they've got a great company now. It's several hundred million dollars. It's publicly traded. And they run NetSuite. And we're helping them kind of reinvent themselves as a, uh, a very different but very large and quite successful software company. I want to unpack that a little bit. Mm-hmm. How? How <laughs> does NetSuite help a company like BlackBerry reinvent itself? Well, they had to go through a tough transition. I mean, everyone knows the whole phone thing didn't yeah. work out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in short, they realized that where they had a market advantage and a great uh, solution that could grow on the topic of growth was in the software space. They had unique IP, for example, around you remember you remember this when Blackberries were out there the big thing was that they were more secure right and so even though they sort of lost the phone war the the securing of wireless communication via software is still something that's super important and Blackberry has a product for that amongst other things and I'm not a Blackberry expert but right, uh, you know they have a number of these software technologies that they've put together and and they've kind of reinvented themselves as, the, as this growing software company it's definitely a cool story i think because they've sort of come through this really you know sort of crazy period tough period but now we're growing again and they've reinvented themselves as a real leader so what i take from that is netsuite has been agile enough to pivot with them in this transition and allow them to continue, you know, growth in a new realm, um, you know, not necessarily tied to phones, but now in software. Yeah, well, I think for them, it was like they changed as a business type from a wireless phone company to a software company. These are two very different types of businesses. And when considering the move to a software kind of business model, what they have in NetSuite is a really well-tailored not just to the Canadian market, but to a software company. Right. They were trying to turn into a software as a service business, a recurring revenue business. They, yes, had an agile product, but they also had one that was, so it was cloud-based and fast and easy to put in, mm-hmm. but also specific to the type of business that they're moving into. And we were the only option, really, yeah. uh, uh, you know, that had that type of offering for them. And so, yeah, it's been a really great partnership. Wow, wow, really interesting. What about Shopify? Well, Shopify is another classic software technology story. They've really been a successful uh, Canadian technology story. They, like Lightspeed, actually invested in NetSuite when they were just sort of post-startup phase. Mm -hmm. And now they're well over a billion in annual revenue, just kind of growing like gangbusters and doing some really cool stuff in the e-commerce space. And NetSuite's been able to grow with them. Absolutely. We've been there um, along with them. Yeah. Nice. What goals are we striving to achieve for our customers in Canada for the rest of this fiscal year and, and really moving forward? Well, the Canada Growth Year Initiative is is new-ish. So in terms of goals for this year, I'd really love it if 
the market really knew a lot more about what we we're doing, and yeah. that's part of what we're talking about here. Uh, I'd love to have you know a, a bigger brand presence in, in Canada for NetSuite and have it be known how much we're we're investing because it is significant. I'd love for us to do some more customer events for customer meetups where you know our Canadian customers can get together and get connected to the NetSuite community because that is a tremendous part about being a NetSuite customer. Where would we do those? Well, we do them all in the major cities, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver. Uh, I'm sure we do one in Calgary, Winnipeg even. And so, you know, you can look for those coming up. What else can you tell us about NetSuite's growth throughout Canada? How will NetSuite continue to focus on unlocking growth for customers and prospects in the future? Well, I think you can look for continued. So I, I touched on a few of the ways we're enhancing the product and right. the implementation experience. But I think you can look for more in those areas. I think you can look for more features that are specific to the Canadian landscape. You can look for continued investment in people in Canada who are familiar with deploying NetSuite at Canadian customers who, you know, may or may not, you know, may speak French and may be available for the Quebec landscape. You can just expect more. And then, and then more connections with our, our customers investing in the Canadian community so that they can connect and help each other out. I love, I think that's the best thing about NetSuite in general is when we get to connect our customers across these regions, you know, and have them learn from each other and learn from their different challenges, trials, tribulations, successes, and be able to kind of pull from them. And as we continue to grow through Canada, that those connections will then continue to grow. Well, yeah, I mean, when we, when I talk to customers, it's, you know, and I ask them what they like about NetSuite, that's always a big one, the NetSuite community. Yeah. So I think in Canada, we've done a reasonable job with customer meetups and the like, but we have a lot more we can do. Yeah. Because I, I just think we can be a great facilitator of those relationships. And that's pretty powerful in, in the community, you know. Um, yeah. Investing them. in NetSuite comes along with that. It's great. Yeah, exactly. Everybody gets to learn from each other. Yeah, yeah. With your extensive background in software sales, what's your message to organizations, no matter where they are, considering a new business system? It's interesting because buyers tend to be a lot more educated than they used to be by the time they kind of start talking to vendors. Right. So I think when it comes to a complicated product like ERP, you know, really listen to the implementers. That might be our own professional services team or it might be a partner. But those are the folks you're going to team up with to deploy it, configure it, make it work for your business. And they have a lot of experience. Like our typical prospective customer who's looking at NetSuite, they might have deployed an ERP before, maybe once, maybe twice. But the people on our team, they deploy it every day all the time. Right. Even though you, we might have a very educated buyer and that they've invested a lot of research, it's actually, you know, it's hard to compare with that real life experience and advice that our implementation team and our professional services team can provide. And that's pretty valuable, I would say. So so I would really listen and, and uh, try and take in what, what they're recommending based on your specific situation. And, you know, and that makes, you know, kind of spark something in me because when, when people are thinking about implementation, it's probably one of the more dreaded <laughs> things, right? Yes. They say it's like heart surgery, right? You right. only do it if you have to do it, right? Right. Yeah. What can you say about NetSuite and our implementation process and how that can ease, you know, the minds of business leaders in, in Canada and in ever, everywhere? Well, NetSuite has done a tremendous amount. I mean, even the in the eight or so years I've been in NetSuite, it's like really night and day as far as making the deployment experience faster, smoother, less painful for our customers. You know, listen, it's, uh, ERP projects are never super easy. There are always bumps in the road. However, NetSuite's suite success 
methodology has packaged up the solution into these leading, we call them leading practices or configurations that are specific to a, a type of business. So if you're a services-based business, there are configurations for you know how you bill for time, how you, how you track time, how you bill for your projects, et cetera. They come pre-configured. And if you can take advantage of those, and again, this is where it comes into really partnering with the implementation team comes into effect, you can get deployed you know, an order of magnitude faster. Right. Yeah, and like on average, I mean, it used to take us about nine months on average. That was the average time to deploy NetSuite. This is going back to like 2012. Right. And now it's under 100 days. Wow. So that's a big drop. And that, you know, Suite Success approach has been really the reason behind that. And that approach we're taking into Canada. It's not just oh, North yeah. America specific. It's it's all, it's worldwide. That's been our standard way of deploying across the whole globe yeah. um, for several years now. The Canadian part, what's unique there is things like IFRS and, you know, French language localization, right. GST, Canadian specific requirements are back at, packaged up right within those leading practices. Got it. What else can you tell our listeners, prospects and customers about the future of NetSuite in general? Well, the future has never been brighter for NetSuite. NetSuite is bigger than it's ever been, albeit now within a business unit within Oracle. Mm -hmm. And it's growing faster than it's ever grown, Right. which is crazy because as a business unit, it's well north of a billion in annual revenue. And to have our growth be at the same or higher rates than when we were, you know, on the run up to an IPO and just after our IPO. I mean, that's just kind of mind boggling. Yeah. But it's an example of the niche that NetSuite serves, which is ERP for small to medium sized businesses. I'll put it this way. NetSuite's really the clear leader in that space. Right. So, so even though we've had a lot of success and we've, and we've, we've grown tremendously, there's just so many, so many more companies out there that we can help. And, and Oracle has, you know, really this incredible pool of resources that we can tap into to continue to make the product better, faster, more specific to certain verticals and industries and countries like right. Canada. Well, and that growth for the customers that we already have and for the prospects looking forward, that growth just means more opportunities for us to learn, more opportunities for us to cater the product to, you know, different challenges that we haven't even heard of, more opportunities to add different modules that we haven't added. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm what I'm getting at is yeah. is the the growth is good for our customers because we have ever more resources to put back into the product. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's kind of exponential, right? So the improvement in the product will accelerate just like our growth is accelerating. Right. You know, because you know, one little improvement to the product is scalable across all of our customers. So if we can do 10 improvements to the product instead of one, mm -hmm. that's what I mean. And we can afford to do it because of Oracle and because of our growth. That's where we're really, customers are really going to benefit. If I'm a Canadian business leader looking to talk to somebody about NetSuite, where can I go? Give me a call. <laughs> I'm on <laughs> LinkedIn. Uh, I'll add your. In, I'll add the link to your uh, LinkedIn profile. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'll make sure you get uh, pointed in the right direction. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Aaron, for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite podcast. And we look forward to the Canada Grows Here initiative moving forward and continuing uh, our growth across the region. All right. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thank you so much to Aaron Mittler for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite podcast. We look forward to continued growth and success with companies across Canada and North America and really the globe. We also want to thank our sponsors over at Ring, as well as our editors over at Lampstand and all you listeners for tuning in. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. Bye-bye. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.